Hey guys, welcome back. And to our new listeners, welcome. Welcome aboard. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Oh well. <laughs> Anyways, um, we don't have too much to report podcast wise. Um, yeah, I don't. We have no new listeners in. Uh, well, we have new listeners probably. We just don't have any new countries or states. And then, um, state wise, California is leading the most downloads, kicking George's butt. Yeah, well, Jacob, sucker. We're uh, we're not about that fast podcast life. We're out being a uh, uh, lemonade sipping, porch sitting, ain't no podcast. You know what? That's what listening. I always think of too. <laughs> when I think of like, um, I talk when I'm like, oh yeah, the city life is like so much faster. You're always doing stuff, and then you have Georgia that is sitting on the porch slipping the lemonade. I say, <laughs> oh, I say tea. I think I say tea. Southern sweet tea. S W A T E. T-A-Y, sweet tea. <laughs> Which is cold and has sugar in it. A lot of it. Way too much. <laughs> yeah, because, like, apparently if you go up north and ask for sweet tea, you'll get sweet tea, I think, but it'll be hot. And then here, if you ask for tea, a lot of times it's not sweet. <laughs> not, they won't even give you hot sweet tea. They'll be like, uh, what? Be like, we have iced tea and we have sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a thing. Because tea is supposed to be about health, you know, and, like, a, the embodiment of, like, enjoying the earth or whatever <laughs> um mm-hmm. and then you go and just douse it with sugar which is like a chemical that kills you <laughs> it's <laughs> too much and we lost half our listeners <laughs> don't tell me how to drink no, I'm just <laughs> drink what you want we're all gonna die one day <laughs> see i i like my tea sweet and i also like my lemonade really sweet as well i try and usually i'll do like a like one quarter sweet tea and like three quarters unsweet tea that's what my grandpa was saying. Like, he drinks unsweetened tea now, but he said before when you're trying to, like, get used to not drinking sweet tea, to do that, where you drink, like, half sweet tea and half unsweetened tea, and then gradually move to the point where you're only drinking, like, unsweetened tea. Wane yourself off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it might sound terrible, but, like, like you very rapidly get to the point where you you taste, like, regular sweet tea, and you, like, can't even believe how sticky it is, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Oh my goodness gracious. Sometimes I'm in, this is all going to be like outtakes basically. <laughs> when I was serving, we'd have to like, the people that, there's some people that drink sweet tea and you have to like almost bring a pitcher to them because they're just going to guzzle it down. And you're like, best of luck. <laughs> best of luck to your, I don't even know what's sugar. I guess your diabetes. Yeah. Best of luck to your insulin pump. <laughs> well. So, sorry, to, and we've alienated another group. <laughs> You're always alienating groups. I know, no wonder, like, we don't have any YouTube video w- w- viewers. <laughs> These are not the views and opinions of, don't you know, just one or both of the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it's just the one host. Yeah, one or the other. If you balance each other out. You know, with my uh, California lifestyle, we accept all, and and <laughs> <towards the> Southern <laughs> they don't accept anyone. Yeah, right. That's funny. Which is funny because actually I think I'm more conservative than you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more. I think I'm a lot more moderate. <laughs> I think I think that both sides have valid points, and we need to compromise in order to get to the best decision. And sadly, there are some and many issues that that doesn't really work, and you just need to kill one or the other. <laughs> Sorry, oh, send to him the to the moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> I used that today in work oh, in a work you? conversation. Yeah, and they didn't laugh though. <laughs> no, they didn't know what I was talking about. And then we're still waiting on Jacob to do his 
part on his special project. Yeah, Jacob's been busy. He's been uh he's been living life, you know, and uh, working. <laughs> Work hard, play hard. But you haven't been playing. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I uh, sorta, <laughs> a little bit. Once you start editing that stuff out, though, save up some room on your computer. Yeah, I need so you to, should do for that. Sure. Definitely. And we would need to record another episode, too. I've been living offline recently. Your boy's been uh, tearing up the dating scene. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to kiss and tell, but ha-ha. <laughs> 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 anyway, moving on swiftly and directly. Oh, and? Well, um, for me, I have not much, didn't have much going on this week. Um, Monday, uh. Apparently was Challenge Raquel's Phobia Day, though. Oh, was it? I could do that. I literally have a picture of a spider pasted into my clipboard right now. Like, you can see me typing. That's literally not a spider. Never mind. I lost it. <laughs> huh. No, it wasn't this This Monday. It was last Monday. Oh, so okay. what happened was I went to work. I'm scared of work, too. <laughs> I know. I had to just defeat that challenge first. And there was a cockroach. Oh, a cockroach. The old three syllables. I had to kill syllables. the cockroach. The three syllables. Because there was no one else there. <laughs> oh. It was 1v1. You had to handle yeah. it. You had to woman up and grab the shoe, huh? How'd you do it? Don't tell me the you shoe. used a bunch of raid. Okay. It was the shoe. I, um, well, like, at first, like, I lost it. I couldn't find it. And then <laughs> I saw it again. And luckily it was on the ground this time. Because I couldn't get it. Because it was like, it was kind of like behind the desk somewhat. It was, like, mm. with all the cords, and so yeah, I'm trying, like... really good at that. Yeah. So I took my shoe off and was trying to, like, like use my hand with my... Use my hand inside my shoe and, like, kind of push and, like... <laughs> but it was, in be- you know, going between the cords, so the cords are getting away, so you can't properly squish it. And then I lost it. And then I saw an... I don't know if it's... I'm hoping it's the same one. My mind is... At least I'm not... I'm not accepting any other possibility. It was the right. same one. It was probably the same one. <laughs> and it was on the ground, and I stomped on it. I was like, oh! <laughs> nice, congrats. Plus one, your KD just went up a little bit. So. <laughs> How big was it? It was a huge one. A huge It was one. like... She looks like, at her arm as if to look at her arm <laughs> for measurement. <laughs> I was like, let's see here, whole hand? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably like, um, my, maybe my pointer finger size? That's a pretty big one. Well, my fingers also a lot smaller than yours, so well, I would say half yeah. your pointer finger size. <laughs> yeah, I, already, I was already taking that into account. I was just going from here to here. <laughs> okay. And so, I mean, honestly, it could have been a different one because I think that one actually looked smaller than the other one. Ooh. But I'm going to say it was the same one. <laughs> <laughs> you killed his wife, and now he's definitely going to crawl on your face while you sleep. Well, he's not at my house. He was at work, so. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> And then... And then... I'm going to have all this backward noise, sorry, because they're doing construction. That's they weren't right. here earlier, Jacob. Well, this is a constructive podcast. Um, so then when I got home to my car... Well, not got home, but when I got off the bus to go to my car, I was driving, and there was a spider on my windshield on the inside. On the so in- I had to kill the spider. <laughs> oh, man. Brutal. So, like, cockroaches and spiders, man. Like, those are, like, my two big things that I just, like... The other day we were outside and there was like these giant spiders and I was like, nope, nope. And I walked away. (laughs) Spiders are your friends though. And spiders eat roaches. So you should just be friends with them and then that will eliminate two of your phobias. Obviously they weren't doing their jobs at my work because there was cockroaches. (laughs) 
Man, I was out on the porch the other day, and I saw this tiny spider like the size of my thumbnail. And he had one of those big old roaches hanging from his web. And I was like, dang, that was a feast. Someone going to eat. I know, right? That one was, that was crazy. I was very impressed. I've never seen that before. I was like, surely they can kill him. But uh, yeah, they killed him. That thing's got more killer venom than I realized. That's pretty impressive. They like wrap it up and they like inject their venom or whatever and it like like turns them into slush, no? Inside yeah, the cocoons? Basically. It's sp- most spi- so basically they make a smoothie. Yeah, most spider venom is a concoction of adrenaline and digestive fluids and and some sort of paralysis thing too. But yeah, it, it goes to the heart and it makes the heart pump up and distribute the venom and then it turns into digestion fluid. They just slurp it out. It's pretty metal. <laughs> and there goes another uh, listening base. <laughs> like, no, we can't handle the spiders. Don't worry, we're not going to talk about spiders again now. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Jacob tends to like to bring spiders up. I do I like tend spiders. To cringe. <laughs> I, I really like spiders. <laughs> and really, that's all that happened with me. I didn't do too much. Um, I didn't go to the movies this week. I did. Oh. I went to see Scary Spiders. Scary, I almost said scary spiders. Scary stories to tell in the, see in, to tell in the dark. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's not to read in the dark. It's not to see in the dark, although we did see it in the dark. We, we actually, I told you it was good, wasn't it? It was very good. I liked it. Um, I told you. Yeah, the, the plot was pretty... The plot was, you know, it's, it's pretty good if you just... I don't really believe in ghosts, but I'll go along with it. Hmm. But no, it was pretty fun. I thought the acting was very good. Um... They just seem to be doing a good job. I thought the suspense was really nice. Like, there's a couple jump scares, which I'm not a big fan of, because, you know, your little sister can jump out at you, and you still, you'll still spook a little. Most of them are in the beginning, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like how they did the beginning, where it was, like, the jump scares, but then also had a lot of comedy. So it kept you entertained, basically, while they were setting the scene. And then it got suspenseful. Yeah, but I think that a lot of the the spookums was because of like that the slow surmounting creeping terror. You know what I mean? Like no spoilers. I'm just gonna say the red room was really good. I think that was a great. Oh yeah, that's a good twist that they had on it. Yeah, for sure. Now you've told them there's a twist. They're gonna be expecting a twist. <laughs> yeah, but they're still not gonna be able to expect that twist. <laughs> no, that was pretty cool. It's good. I I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. They try to. You could tell that they try to stay away from a lot of the cliches too. Yeah, that is good because I think that the the well, it has been so long since I've read these books. I'm not actually gonna comment on the books. Um, but yeah, I, am I don't know glad. what books you're talking about. This whole. <laughs> It's all based on books. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was a book series from, like, when we were in, like, elementary school. Oh. I didn't read. (laughs) (laughs) And they were, like, really, really gruesome, too. Like, the, uh, like, they were, I, I, like I said, I don't remember them too well. Hang on, I'm pulling them up. These, uh, books here were the, uh, the ones that it was. You can tell by, like, the cover art. Like, they're drawn all really spooky and stuff. And, um... Yeah, they were pretty intense. And I remember reading them and being like, I probably shouldn't be, like, reading too many of these. Like, I was real young. It was, like, kindergarten, first grade. They were just in the library. And we kind of go, hey, look at these books. And we go find them and whatever. But uh, they were pretty spooky. It was like, they were, like, so spooky they kind of felt wrong to read. It was always, like, that kind of spooky. But I don't remember that being, like, like inappropriate or anything. They're just... Yeah, you know, as a kid, I guess it just depends on your discipline level. Because, like, as a kid, there's a lot of stuff that, like, 
you would like read or watch or something like that and you think that you probably shouldn't read or watch and you get in trouble if you got caught but now that you're older you're like why was i afraid like that was totally like okay to watch or whatever well yeah it's the innocence of youth you know <laughs> like when i was younger i used to watch um inuasha I used to, like, get up, like, really... Because it was on Adult Swim. So I used to get up... I used to think Adult Swim you couldn't watch. Like, that was not allowed. Like, that was for adults only. Yeah, they are definitely for adults. Like, kids are not supposed to be watching Adult Swim. <laughs> I was, like... I was, like, more, like, middle school-ish. Like, I wasn't, like, elementary yeah. kid. Yeah, middle school's a little different. Middle school's kind of... You're all little brats anyway, so... <laughs> just might as well just ruin yourself. <laughs> Go do drugs and drink a bunch of alcohol and just don't make it to high school. Screw y'all. <laughs> and the middle schoolers have stopped listening. <laughs> no, please. They don't know what listening to begin with. These old people don't know anything. We just got an influx of middle school teachers who are like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, I so know. I understand. <laughs> yeah. What show was it you said you were watching? The audio cut out. Uh, Inuasha. Inuasha. Okay. I've never really watched that. So, which it's anime. And so anime, of course, does have lots of those little moments where it's inappropriate because it's got like that like um kind of like uh sexual into window and all that stuff in it yeah and so because it had those parts i was like oh i'm not supposed to be able to watch this i don't think but i used to get up at like really early to watch it anyways because i really <laughs> enjoyed the show because it was about like my i actually got my brother to finally watch it because he always thought it was like a chick flick kind of show and um i finally got him to watch it and he was like you know what the show is really good it actually had like a lot of action in it nice I don't know anything about it. I've, I recognized the art when I pulled it up. I, I was pretty sure I knew the name, but I just, I don't know anything about it. It's about a, a half demon and a girl who goes back to the feudal era where the half demon is. And she's the only one, him and her are the only ones that can go back and forth. And so she has to help him fight demon and collect this um, pieces of a jewel shard because she was part of the reason why it so it's her responsibility because she's a reincarnation of a previous priest and so that's why she had the jewel shard oh okay, it you. came from being reincarnated and um it's really good it does have a lot of romantic kind of stuff in it but it also has a lot of action i, th I would say it's a good blend of both nice the only thing i've seen is um me and my brother have been watching Titans every Friday, but there's not really much to say about that. It's really good still. Um, I'm enjoying the new characters they're bringing in, though they've only really brought in one. I'm kind of waiting for Crypto to come in because they showed him in the trailer and they've already pretty much upset that he's coming in. They're also going to have Superboy as well, but I'm more excited for Crypto because I like the dog. I always liked Crypto. <laughs> what I've been watching, though, is called... Uh, the Worst Witch or something like that's on Netflix. And I don't know why I watch it because you could tell, like, it's nothing but these little girls and you can tell, like, they've never acted before. It's, like, that bad of acting. Oh, I see. They try so hard, though, but, like, they're acting so bad. But you know the adults aren't very great actors in the show either. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, um, like, a UK show, I think, because they all have accents. Okay. So I've been watching that. And it's, like, three seasons on Netflix, so I've been, I'm, like, on the third season. So, even though the acting's not the greatest, I don't know. I just find those interesting. But it's one of those kind of cliche story plots, too, where, like, the good always wins kind of thing. I don't know. I still it's got watch heart. it. <laughs> Some, something about it captivates you. Yeah, I don't know what captivates me. I don't know if it's, like... Because even, like, the magic that they have in it, the special effects on it are, like, not really great. It's, like, almost like a low-budget kind of TV show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but 
I don't know. I just... I guess I like it because it's almost like... Because it's called The Worst Witch because this one girl is like... Didn't know she was a witch until she was like middle school age. And, um... I mean, Harry Potter did that and he was not the worst. You admit Harry Potter, like the very first, um... Like the first movie, they weren't the greatest of actors either. Oh, I was talking about as a wizard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not as an actor. Okay, oh, yeah, but yeah, it is oh, kind of like that where, where Harry did... Now Dan- Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> has stopped listening. <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of like that where Harry Potter, like, he didn't really know anything about the wizarding world. And so he gets into all types of, like, mischief because he doesn't, well, mischief makes it seem like he was purposely trying to get into trouble. But, like, just stuff happened because he's not aware. happen. Yeah, because he's not aware of a lot of stuff. So it's the same way with the show where, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff she's just not aware of. And so it's, like, causing her to get into all types of trouble. And then on top of that, she's not, like, Harry was, like, basically almost like a prodigy. Like, he got stuff kind of quickly. She does not. She's not a fast, as quick of a learner. Yeah. Like, she tries so hard and she's got, you know, good attentions, but <laughs> she uh, unfortunately does not have the talent to back that up, really. Oh, darn. And more shenanigans happen. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. But because of her, um, because of her attentions are always good, things tend to work out. But, and, she, and since she's not, like, grew up as a witch... There's a lot of times where she can, like, think outside the box because everyone else is so structured and set in a way. She can think outside of it, so it gets them out of trouble a lot of times. I see, I see. How how intense is the show? Like, do people, like, die, or is it all kind of more lighthearted, silly stuff? More lighthearted, and I don't think anyone has died in it. Like, even these people that you're kind of like, oh, my God. Like, it's like they have one person who keeps coming back. And they keep, like, trying to take over the school or destroy the school or whatever. <laughs> and they keep coming back. And it's just kind of like, why don't you, like, they catch her every single time. And it's just like, why don't you just, like, do away with her or something. Like, <laughs> We've given you enough chance. We're going to magically send you to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, what they've done, like, they even took her power away. I think they took her power away twice. And she still, like, came back multiple <laughs> times. It's determined. Like, they even, like, trapped her in a painting, and she, <laughs> she still came back and caused problems. So this season, actually, she wasn't... I don't think she has been involved at all in this third season, though. Couldn't tell you. So what else has been going on with you? Is there anything else you want to talk about, or do you want to go right into our topic? Um, just working. <laughs> working a lot. I uh, can't really go into details about work <laughs> due to... uh legal and uh classified classified yeah <laughs> but i'm working that's what i'll say <laughs> that's how my work is all the time i'm not allowed to say too much what goes on in my work either I can't complain too much <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so should we go into our topic then i guess we shall yeah i think i'm awesome uh, we're all home and relaxed in our nice houses that we rent and or own and with our Roommates in the other rooms that we may or may not have. And I think it's the perfect setting for us to talk about today's topic. <laughs> Do you like that segue? Yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like your ending from the last episode. It's good enough. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> so our topic's roommates. Um, before we get into roommates, though, I just remembered... You know what? It's almost October. I can't wait for when we do our Halloween episode because oh, I yeah. love Halloween stuff. We're going to have to dress up. You dress up and take pictures and post as our album thing? Oh, I was just making a joke about how they can't see us in a podcast. But yeah, I guess we will have to take pictures too. 
I know that's why I figured you were trying to make a joke, but I decided that was a lame joke. You just so decided I always that this is your show, and there's no way the co-host is going to be funnier than you. I get it. It's cool. Let's just uh-huh. go on. I ain't even mad. I'd do the same thing. <laughs> I don't have to worry about you being funnier than me, because I know you ain't. Mm-hmm. And I know people like me more, because I don't isolate them with all their insults mm-hmm. on their certain groups. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you done? <laughs> okay, roommates. <laughs> roommates. Our best friends. Sometimes two best. I realized, um, as I was looking for articles about roommates, that I guess we should, one of our discussion topics should be, what do we consider a roommate? Because some of the articles we're pulling up, like I saw one article about roommates in regards to when you are at a hospital and you're staying in a room and then they have you have the other person in the room with you. So you may not be in the room for like days but you might be in the room for the one day and so then you can, then you have the other person's in the room for the one day too or whatever and they were considering that roommates i guess it would but i have no experience with that and i don't have any intention on talking about that i guess we could talk about short-term roommates in different situations but <laughs> yeah well i mean i was just saying like what do we like see so would you consider that roommate because i mean you, you also have the options where Say you and your friends go on a like big trip, like me and you when you came here, and you stayed. We all we had the Airbnb, and you stayed with me and my brothers. Yeah, would we have been technically roommates then? Yeah, definitely. But even though it was but only, only temporarily, I don't know. For so me, basically, I'm thinking... in sharing any type of living space, even if it's a short period, would be considered a roommate. If you go to sleep somewhere and somebody could like enter your room and poke you in the face while you're sleeping. They're they're a a housemate or a roommate. <laughs> if they don't <laughs> if they don't have to open a door, I mean, I guess <laughs> they have to be in the same building. I think that's well. I don't count hotels. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's kind of obvious. They gotta live in a house, like <laughs> or a dorm. I definitely count dorms. Uh, but let's say longer than one night, because I don't think that if you like sleep on a plane, that those are your roommates. I don't think that counts. And, but like if you're in a in like a living space where you shower and yeah. eat food and such like that yeah if you're living with somebody if you're just like visiting like there's a difference between like being somewhere well, you're with still somebody. visiting us yeah you can visit but so I, mean, still like, count. I don't mean like in a you might eat with other people in a restaurant why are we so caught up on this we both are grown adults we have had roommates what is your <laughs> issue let me google it <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it would be an interesting topic because, like I said, when I was Googling roommates on about uh, for articles, a lot of different types of roommates kind of came up that I wouldn't have even thought of as roommates. Like the hospital thing, I wouldn't have considered those people as roommates. I mean, yes, we may not talk about don't you knows for that, but I wouldn't have even thought of those roommates. Well, some people have to stay in a hospital for a long time. I think I think I'm I know that I'm lucky and I think you're lucky to have not had to stay in a in a hospital for long enough to consider anybody there a roommate but maybe some people are roommate a person occupying the same room as another north american a person occupying the same apartment or house as another for all intents and purposes i'm counting dorms as apartments are we clear okay okay then. Sure. <laughs> i sound like i'm like being really angry i'm not really i'm just excited <laughs> he finished he, he's to excited to complain about his roommate's I'm ready to step on the gas, and you're stuck in the pre-flight check. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I gotta drag this out, Jacob, okay? Come on. right? 
our passive ones have been kind of short. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, we better just pad it out with fluff. <laughs> what are your experiences with roommates? How many how many different situa- living situations? I have never have you lived been? on my own. You've never lived on your own. So you're you're quite experienced. I guess we could start obviously everyone grows up well, I assume most people grow up in a home with a family if you've got a nuclear family or whatever, or even divorced family, you still grow up with family. Do you count I don't I don't think that living with parents I don't consider a parent a roommate. I think that's a parent. <laughs> okay. What about siblings then? Siblings I think would count. But I still think childhood is a little weird. Like maybe we should stick to adulthood living. Okay then. Is that fair? Jacob's just like, you know, we're not talking about hospitals. We're not talking about childhood. We're not <laughs> I, I think he's narrowing uh, it down. He has a certain idea in mind he wants to I'm talk about. He's like, I want to focus only on college dorm. I have so much to say about you that. Can't, no, I'm. I have more to talk about outside of college than I do in college, honestly. Because I've I've also been a renter as wait. I've also been a rentee as well as a rentor. Wait, I, I've rented out as well as rented. <laughs> you are a renter. I was landlord. Does that work? There you go. Landlord. There you go. That works. I just don't think that you can like move out of your mom and dad's house. I don't count that as renting. And you also don't pay money to go there. You're kind of obligated to be there, you know, until you're an adult. And then they might start charging you. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the issues and dynamics of roommates still apply to family members as well. They do. Okay, fine. Let's count them. What's your background? Because, like, if anything, growing up as a kid, you have, like, less patience sometimes, I feel like, especially with your own family members. So even more stuff can... You know, actually, now that I now that I think about it, so I, I have actually always had my own room uh, growing up. I was fortunate enough to. However, my two brothers are have most of the time shared a room. They did growing up, and then when I moved out, they stopped. And then when they moved to a different house, they went back to sharing, and then they were apart again. And now they're now they're apart, but live in the same house. I would say that that would count because seeing those two go through it, they are definitely roommates, one hundred percent, and they have to share each other's privacy twenty four seven. And see, when I was younger, me and my little brother closest to me in age used to share a room. Yeah, I will say that counts. Yeah, and then when my baby brother was born, we moved to a bigger house, and my baby brother and my other brother shared a room, and I had my own room. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things with roommates, when you're especially sharing the room, and actually, I think before I say this, I wanted to see, because I do have an article, and it kind of mentions it, which you consider someone that you're in a relationship your roommate. Yes. Okay. I definitely okay. would. Now that we established that. Okay, so I think the biggest thing, at least one of the biggest things when it comes to roommates and sharing a room, specifically, not just sharing a house, is snoring. It's like the biggest problem. My little brother used to snore, and I used to keep, like, stuffed animals by my bed. So if I woke... So I had to fall asleep before he did. Because if I didn't fall asleep before he did, I wouldn't fall asleep because he'll be snoring. If I woke up in the middle of the night... I couldn't fall back to sleep because of his snoring. So I would keep stuffed animals by my bed. So that way, if I woke up in the middle of the night, I would throw a stuffed animal at him and be like, Nick, you're snoring. And then try to quickly go back to sleep <laughs> before he fell asleep. So that way, I didn't have to hear his snoring. That's and then funny. my roommate in college, I didn't. I don't think she's listening. But my roommate in college, <laughs> I told her she didn't snore, but she snored. 
<laughs> you lied. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't all the time, but it was a majority of the time. <laughs> I usually slept through it. It wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, I guess by that point, I was able to sleep through it. And it wasn't too, too loud, and we weren't sharing our bed. So I think it would have been a, would have been a problem if we had shared a bed or something like that. If, yeah. like, bed mate was snoring. I do think that lovers, though, because I have an aunt uh, who says that my uncle snores. And she says that it puts her to sleep. Like, it makes her sleep better when she hears him snoring. So I think that you can't get used to that. See... Not completely true because my grandma says my grandpa snores and she says sometimes if he's snoring really, really bad, she can't sleep at all. Oh, yeah. Huh. I guess your mileage may vary. Your yeah. snores may mean But more I mean, I guess it could be true else. like that, too, because like I have to sleep with a fan on. I need that fan noise. And with California, sometimes I don't know if it gets hot or whatever, and it just causes the power to go out temporarily sometime and that will a lot of times when the power goes out it wakes me up because my fan turns off and for some reason it like jolts me out and i'll be like why did i wake up and then i go to try to go back to sleep and then i realize i can't fall asleep i'm like what and then that's when i realize the fan's not on yeah my mom is the same way she's she's what she calls a motor baby she's got to have the motor running or an ac or something huh that's interesting i like <laughs> that concept i'm gonna have to use it now i'm a motor baby <laughs> or like white noise like rain or whatever will help as well yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't mind having a little hum going, but um, I don't think I could really... I, I actually don't Have know. you had a roommate that snored? Well, probably, but I can't really think of any that loud. So it obviously like, didn't affect you that bad. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think it affects me because I can usually tune it out or whatever. Because I've also, I've also done... Um, You're also a heavy sleeper. <laughs> I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. And I, I'm, I'm trying to think also because I've been in... Um, I've been a camp counselor before as well. And so we have like you know, 20 people in a cabin. Somebody probably was snoring. Probably a few of them, you know, and I don't remember at all. So I probably got through it. And I would usually get into the cabin later because they'd let us leave Does the cabin. Does that count as roommates? Yeah, we were there for weeks at a time. You were definitely roommates. You cabin mates. But that is a little different of a situation, though. That's an atypical living situation because you're on a magical mountain and you're riding horses and doing archery every day. Maybe that's <laughs> life to some people. If so, hey, cool. Nice work. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. I, th I went camping um, went to summer camp once. I don't remember if, if any of the girls I stayed in a room with snored. But also, at the same time, we were outside for so long, and we were doing all these different things. I probably, like, slept like a rock. It didn't even matter. Oh, yeah. All right, don't you know, um, you have to have an agreement on tidiness. Have you ever had a very messy roommate? Um, if we decide family members are, are uh... Yes, they'll count. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, I think it actually, uh... Speaking of tidiness, one of my articles is kind of about that. So, but yeah, I've had roommates where they weren't tidy. And then um, I'm also like, I'm tidy when it comes down to shared spaces. And that's where I believe is like, don't you know, if there's any like shared spaces, you definitely should be tidy. Like yes, you should clean I up agree. after yourself. And, like if it comes down to with me personally, like if we all have different rooms, like, I don't care how messy your room is, honestly. As long as it's not attracting, like, bugs throughout the whole house. I don't care if your room's yeah, messy. Yeah, that's a big thing. My room's messy. A lot, and I'll go through and I'll clean it because it drives me crazy every once in a while. But my room usually it will be kind of messy. If you and your roommate have an equal level of messiness, or, like, your, your tolerance of messiness overlaps, I think that can work. As long as you're not enablers and you're both living in a pigsty like those uh, hoarder brothers I read about in New York or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you should always kind of take clean up after yourself or whatever but you have to have someone you're compatible with you know 
Like, or, or an agreement that if they're naturally messy, you have to say, hey, we're going to have to clean up on Tuesdays or whatever, or something like that. And that's always awkward, but that's part of, that's part of having roommates is being able to talk about things. And, um, but as far as the, the shared space, you should definitely, uh, tidy up after yourself if there's a shared space, especially with like a bunch of different people. Like in a, in dorms at college, we'd have four people sharing one shared space, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's important. I guess, like, that's a perfect kind of, kind of goes with this article so maybe we should just go ahead and do this article yeah. then since it goes yeah, on based off well kind of what you so it's um the article is from vice.com i kind of get my articles from vice.com psychology today and then i think google vice. scholar why is that a vice. bad one like i don't know vice is like <sighs> i can I, look for other I don't places think they're as smart it's just as they the want us to believe they are <laughs> <laughs> Vice is like That's why I'm very feed. careful. I'm, I pick like things that kind of are that I know. It might be good. Are more it might be supplement. Good. I'm, I'm... <laughs> more supplement to like don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so for Vice, it's called psychologist. Psychologist told us how to live with another human for the first time by Beckett Muffson. Muffson. Beckett Muffson. Sorry. Okay. That's my best attempt. So yeah, and it <laughs> underneath it says. Basically, don't be nasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it talks about how one of the ba- best ways to see if two people would be good roommates, like if they would be able to like not have tons and tons of problem, is based off of their um. Let's see, uh, where is it at? Is to see what their differences in conscientiousness, conscientiousness, I can't pronounce this word, god Conscientiousness? Conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. It's being conscious of somebody else. Conscientious. Not of someone else. Um, this, this is one of the big five personality traits. It, what it is, is when a person is very conscientious, I'm pr- not pronouncing this word right. It's very so sorry, conscientious. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the quality of wishing to do one's work or duty well and thoroughly. Conscientiousness. That is a hard one. Yeah, when a person is very, um, their self, they have like high self-discipline. Um, they need a plan. They keep organized. They're motivated motivated by achievements. And I'm just reading off the list right here, so I'm not like just like yeah. saying it off the top of my head. And the person who is less is more laid back and less reliable. So Jacob. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, well, well, along the lines of laid back. And as you can see, like just reading off these personality kind of like somewhat traits kind of that go with this, you can already kind of see why big differences in that in those per- that personality trait could cause problems. And so they say that people who are on the same level, it goes towards like, the reason why it's important is because it goes towards their attitude towards cleanliness and discipline, which are big problems when it comes down to um, doing roommates. Because if one person's super clean and one's super messy, that's going to cause problems. If one person is more like discipline or whatever in such the way that they have certain time schedules that they have to do, and you have one person who's not, who doesn't really care, they can cause problems like, hey, we need the TV off at this time. And then the person's blurring the TV or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that's a good one is leaving TVs on and electronics. But I was also thinking when you go to bed, it's a big issue, too. If you get somebody who goes to bed at like 10 p.m. and gets up at 6 a.m. And it, it could go either way because he could be really loud getting up. 
and wake up the guy who goes to sleep at 2 a.m. and wakes up at 10 and still needs his sleep, mind you. They're both getting eight hours of sleep, but they're just moved, you know? And if the one's waking up the other, it's not going to end well. Yeah. And see, that's kind of like how I am. Because um, I get up really early. I also go to bed really early. Um, Luckily, my fan tends to drown out all their noises. But um, I don't know. I feel like waking someone up early is not as bad. Like from like if they say they went to bed at 2 and the person gets up at 6 and they don't have to get up until 10. That's still like even if they were to get up, they leave the house. So there's still like four hours left for them to sleep in. It's not as bad as, like, this person's up until 2 and, like, say you have to get up at, like, 4 or whatever. That's, like, you're only getting, like, two hours of sleep. <laughs> oh, they're loud yeah, yeah. that whole time. Yeah, yeah. And no, what I mean is, like, as long as they're courteous or whatever. Yeah, I mean, courteous is a big thing. But, yeah, it comes down to discipline, though, too. Because if this person, like, comes in and out at all different hours, but yet you have, like, a set time that you're sleeping... That, and then you get that thrown off, like you wake up at a certain time or whatever because the person comes in, but you have a high discipline, so you're supposed to be asleep during that time. Of course, that's going to cause problems, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's what, so it was talking about, like, this, um, High Point University, they work to keep, uh, they actually, like, do surveys and, like, a really intensive survey to, on conscientiousness and to try to get people with similar, um, levels to roommate. Uh, they talk about, though, the only problem is that a lot of people try to use the big five personality test, which isn't very reliable, especially with women. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, it says, uh, the, the free big five personality test, it says the results can be unreliable, especially for women. Weird. Yeah, because I've always, I, I've seen people say, now, I'm, I like Myers-Briggs type indicator, and uh, Myers-Briggs, I just really like it. I've heard a lot of people say it's, like, pseudoscience, and it's, uh... They say it's horoscopes for people who think they're too smart for horoscopes. <laughs> but I've heard people say that Myers-Briggs isn't good and instead you should do the big five. So that's weird that this one's saying the big five isn't bad. Well, here's the thing. is that They say that the big five is still important to use for roommates because it can show huge personality difference at least. It might not pick up the different like small differences between the... Because con- one of the five traits is conscientiousness, which is what we're talking about is key for good roommate relationships right right right. also i just realized that it says it can be unreliable not that it is unreliable i thought yeah, it was it putting be. it down but it's just saying it can be and then it's got a link and then it's got a link saying that some of the results can be unintentionally sexist so be careful for that but it's not saying that it's a bad test just that you got to be careful with it as with anything you know type indicators and personality tests can only really tell you so much because you're going to answer it how you want to or whatever so eh, yeah your mileage may vary it also talks about doing um it's important to do more than just the big five personality test you should also look into hobbies and stuff like that because that can cause issues too yeah, if someone's sure. like more interested in like greek life but yet you're interested in like like studying or something like that that's not yeah, doesn't build real... a lot of common grounds yeah religion can be a big one as well if you've got somebody who you've got incompatible religions um whatever that may mean <laughs> take that however you want um then you that just it might not work out it's worth asking and obviously you don't want to like be prejudiced against anybody but if they're like or whatever they are you're just incompatible that's going to be sparks regardless of prejudice or not you know so it's still worth talking and they'll probably understand or whatever and then it also goes in to talk about different tools that you can use to um when you do have conflicts between roommates and this is done by this is according to Dr. Amy Canovillo, so a psychology professor. Who, um, so she found that four tools uh, 
is to talk about problems right away. So don't you know? So these are pr- like pretty good ones. So like if you're having problems with roommates, these are some tools that you can use. So talk about the problem right away. View the problems as affecting a relationship. So don't view it as only one-sided, one side or the other. Kind of view it like as um, this situation, it's our, both of our responsibility to fix because it involves our relationship kind of thing. Don't talk about how are you affecting me. Say how are you affecting our roommate situation. Yeah. It says to really listen when the other person's talking, which is a really big thing with, like, communication in general. I feel like it doesn't only apply to, like, when you have an issue with the roommate. But anytime you meet someone or anything like that, it's always to listen to what the person's saying and not think about what you're going to say as soon as that person stops talking. And then the last tool is when you talk about feeling, uh, uh, talk about feelings with I statements. So instead of saying, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, say stuff kind of like, it makes me feel like this or whatever. Because when you do it that way, you make yourself more vulnerable along with not making your roommate feel defensive because you're attacking yeah, their action. Yeah, if, if they get defensive, if you're getting argumentative, you're not making progress, uh, usually. Sometimes you need to ego up or whatever. I I don't really know. I feel like, honestly, try and keep emotions out of it as much as you can. And try and be professional in a roommate situation. Think of it like... Think, I, I think you should try and be professional as a roommate. Because it is kind of more of a professional engagement than anything. And so if, if emotions get too high, I think that can stress things out and can make things uh, a little more radical as far as reactions to stuff so try and keep level-headed if you feel like things are getting a little crazy that can be really stressful especially when you know you have to go to sleep near this person you know don't make your roommate hate you don't make your roommate consider killing you that's bad (laughs) (laughs) but yeah openness and communication for sure yeah okay and then let's do this last article real quick just so we can get it out of the way and it's just a really short one and it's also another reason why i asked you about would you consider a partner a roommate um because this article talks about before like becoming roommates with your significant other whether it be like before marriage or whatever and how it talks about how it's a big decision to decide to move in with someone and how a lot of people don't treat it as such like they kind of just like okay we're just gonna move in kind of thing but they don't but this is talks talks about how you should what you should do before you even think about becoming roommates. Mm-hmm. So uh, one is talk. So it says to talk about feelings, expectations when living with together. So talk about subjects from like marriage, kids, life goals, stuff like that. Who's going to take out the mm-hmm. garbage and feed the cat? As <laughs> an example, it says. Oh, I didn't even say what this article is about. It's called. Sorry, it's on Psychology Today. It's called. Would you be my dot 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 roommate and it's by (laughs) pt staff i'm wondering if that's like a whole staff thing or whatever anyways so um the next thing that they say you should do is talk about finance so um they say they don't recommend combining accounts just yet (laughs) so with finance saying keep your money separate and it says it removes any potential like conflict that you can have while adjusting to being in the same living situation yeah. And it also gets, you get a chance to kind of see if your financial style is compatible with their financial status before going ahead and just putting it together. And it says, you know, the best thing to do is really to do like a test the waters kind of thing. Like have one person stay like a few days or whatever, but keep your, keep like a week or two, like stay a week or two and then like kind of 
separate or whatever. Yeah, test it Go out. To your a separate places. So, which I feel like people naturally start to do. You know. Yeah. It comes to the point where you start to leave stuff over at other people's house, and then like. Yeah. Eventually, you're like, wait a second, I'm living here, aren't I? <laughs> Which I guess that's what it's talking about, is how, like, people kind of don't, like, treat it as a big of a decision as it is. It should yeah, be. Yeah, no, for real, it really is a big decision. And I think that, like, I think it is easier for a, a married, or not a married couple, but, like, a, a romantic couple to move in. I don't feel like marriage is the traditional roommates. I don't really think of... I know I did say I count them, but only as technicality. Because I, I feel like by the time you're moving in, you pretty much know what the other person's like. You spend enough time together. I mean, you, you have a pretty good idea. But I've never thought of doing a trial cohabit- cohabitation, as it says, for somebody that I was going to be a roommate with. Mm-hmm. Well, this is more toward... This This article is more towards couples. It's not yeah, yeah. really... But what I'm saying is that it's also a very good idea if you were to like have a buddy and he's like, hey, do you want to rent out your place? And you say, yeah, I could. Um, what if you come over for like a week and we try it out and you stay in the room, act like you're living here, and then we'll decide and we'll have... I think that's a fantastic idea. It is. It might not be very doable all the time because Maybe if not. you're trying to find a place... You might not have the option to do like a trial period. You you need oh, a place. Pay for a week. You get a week. I don't know. Yeah, but then if it doesn't work out, then where are you going? I don't know. You use that whole week. To, yeah, that you is kind of tough. Living on the street until you find it. Yeah, yeah. right. Because like for me, work, I eh? can't do. <laughs> because like not only that, but say you and another person are um are roommates and you go find a place. Now both your names on the lease. You can't do a trial period. Like if me and my dad were to get a place. Both of our names would be like on the lease kind of thing, so it wouldn't be there wouldn't be any trial period. I mean, you might be able to talk to your choice. leasing agent and just see what they say. Say, hey, we want to test this out, see how it goes. And they'll probably be like, hey, that's a great idea. We wish more people would do that before they start smashing holes in our walls. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's not. It. See, housing here in California is very limited, so it's already kind of hard to find housing. So I'm pretty sure they just move on to the next person and be like, hey, we want to to do a trial run. Oh, next person, this person actually will pay and do 12 months. Because, like, a lot of times, like, they straight up, in a lot of times in the description of all these places, they say only 12 months uh, leasing. Yeah. They ain't going to do a trial run if they're straight up telling you 12 months leasing only. Have deposit ready on upon signature of lease. Yeah, it's a little more rigid. Whereas mine was, like, renting a home that a guy knew i actually was like driving down the street and saw my landlord did you i don't know i don't know if you remember i remember his name but i don't really i don't know if i met him and if i did it was probably only briefly so i don't really remember him it was tall skinny guy he's pretty cool he reminds me of like a younger version of my grandpa it's just real hard anyway i was driving down and i saw him and i I stopped the car and i turned around and i was like hey and he was like hey and like he showed me he's got like big old fish farm kind of thing it's pretty cool but my my point is he's a lot more low-key and that was like if i was to say hey could i try he might be more open to that you you may you gotta check yeah whatever your situation is <laughs> what about so we're assuming so far that we've well siblings you don't really pick them that picking your roommates versus getting a random roommate and so i am i know you're saying i all i want to talk about is college but it is a big one you don't get to pick your first roommate Unless you, I did not. 
I didn't either, but you can, a lot of people can. They they can put down if they knew someone was going, they can put down thing. And here and actually that is one of my don't you know was that someone was telling me that when you go to college and you have like your bef- best friend that goes to college with you, not to be roommates with your best friend. That's a good idea too because you could get the experience of having a new roommate, a random stranger separately and talk about that you'll have a lot to talk about or whatever that could keep your friendship really strong versus kind of getting tired of them and meeting other people and then drifting away because you're inevitably going to meet other people in college too yeah they say um well one of the biggest reason the reason why a lot of people were saying that is because when you not kind of like with this you don't know how your personalities will will react when you guys are are in course close quarters all the time and so they say don't be uh, roommates with your best friend because you know your best you know that your friendship works outside of living together you you guys are best friends it works then you add in the whole actually living together where you have all these whole new issues that can possibly come up and a lot of friendships are destroyed when they would have been perfectly fine yeah if they hadn't been roommates. On the other hand, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, me and my best friend are going to college and we're totally going to be roommates and it's going to be awesome. And then it is, hey, more power to you. (laughs) Yeah. But what about if you don't know him? Have you ever had a terrible roommate? You don't have to name names. I won't. I haven't had very many friends. I mean, I have roommates, so I haven't had very many friends either. I was going to hold my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> makes a little hard. Now, um, I haven't had very many roommates, so... Uh... When I moved into college, I got the random lottery and apparently got the weirdest kid in the world. Do you know who I'm talking about? Was he the same roommate, your same roommate in, like, when I met you? Oh, yeah! Because I... No, wait, no. I only knew your roommate from sophomore year. Yeah, because I moved out. <laughs> so my freshman year, I don't think we knew each other. Or, no, you only met me second year. No, I was already moved out. Yeah, I, I did meet you freshman your freshman year, but I wasn't we didn't actually become closer friends until the summer. I had the same roommate from freshman year all the way to senior year of college. Nice. So I got this guy and he was like, Oh goodness, where do I start? I don't know who that oh, okay. is, I don't think. Well, to a lot of people, if I went up to them and I said this name, they would say, That was your roommate? Oh, I'm so sorry. Because... <laughs> He was yeah. so bad, and he was so weird, and he was, like, he was super messy. Now, this is one of those ones where messiness is a big thing. My my room can... I've literally got two pairs of shoes and some clothes and VR equipment around, so I was being lazy, and I was folding laundry. Anyway, um... And you live by yourself, because I'm pretty sure some of that stuff wouldn't be there if you had a shared right. space yeah, anyways. Yeah, exactly. And my point is, I can be a little messy, but generally I'm fairly tidy. Another thing was that I was in a new space, and I had the potential to keep it clean, so I was going to try, dang it. Well, this guy didn't try. (laughs) There was stuff everywhere. Like, all his laundry. Like, not even in a pile, just everywhere. Just backpack stuff and pens and pencils and college stuff. And I would literally walk in, and he was on one side and I was on the other. And I would literally like maintain a line down the center of the room of all his crap and it would be like nice neat carpet and then stuff <laughs> they were the don't you know don't leave moldy to-go containers in the room i said this on a previous podcast and i was gonna say you said on a previous <laughs> this, podcast this by is the way. guy he popped one of the you know those fireworks that you can like pull the string and they like pop out like the confetti cannon things they're not fireworks uh-huh I was, like, taking a nap, and he pulled one of those by my ear, and I, I, I was livid. I went straight down to the RA, and I was, like, going to get a 
a thing and I got talked down. And he was like, just try and keep it out, keep it going a little longer. I was like, whatever. He's like, no more poppers. And <laughs> we ended up mellowing out a little bit. We kind of managed, but I still decided it would be more fun to move into the other dorm with my good friends <laughs> that I was hanging out with and staying over at anyway. I think I probably helped this person move in because you know, my sophomore year, I did the bear mover thing. You probably things. did then. We were in Robert's Because Hall. I remember there was this one person that we helped moved in and they didn't, you know, you know, when you move somewhere, you pack your stuff in boxes and all this stuff. So people are just grabbing boxes and moving your stuff in. This person had like baskets and like shoes everywhere and like there was no organization <laughs> <laughs> so basically we just grabbed like stuff out of the car and That's so put awkward. it into the room i'm like, touching no. all your stuff yeah, it's like <laughs> that could have been him <laughs> anyway i don't know where i don't i don't know what my uh story was or what my don't you know don't you know you might get a bad roommate you're gonna have to tough it out you're gonna have to learn to uh deal with it and then you're gonna have to Move out if you need. Move to a different. Yeah. Make <laughs> friends. Stay over at their dorms. They probably don't mind. They're probably having fun. But yeah, worst roommates. Oh, bad roommates are bad. They're really bad. Yeah. My roommate was pretty good. Come senior year, I met we had, well, freshman year, we got close. We had like this kind of big group. And then come down to senior year, our group was a lot smaller because two of them was like RAs. One of them went to a different, um, and dropped out. And so it got down from like, we had like six, I think like six people and it dropped down to like four. And um, so we all ended up getting a place together, but it was originally only going to be me and two other people. And then the other girl kind of decided to join us. My original roommate, my freshman year, decided to join us our junior year. Mm Kind of just inserted herself into our our, uh, next year uh, living arrangements. And it wasn't like she's, you know... There's no no big issues with her. She's clean and stuff like that. The the issue came down to kind of like one of the topics we were talking about came down to um, hobbies and stuff like that. Because yeah. it was our senior year. We wanted to relax. We wanted to drink. We wanted to party and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, go out late. But she didn't do any of that. So, you know, my junior year, I lived on the first with her. We lived on the first floor and mm-hmm. the other two lived on the third floor. So anytime we went out or whatever, they would meet up at our floor to leave whatever they needed to, their keys or whatever. And then when we would come back, of course, we'd stop by there so that they can get their stuff to go up. Yeah, there's no reason for base. us to go up to the third floor. Yeah, you're not going to go up to go back down. They're just going to come down because they got to go up anyway. It makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, and so she had, one of the times she had like sent a text message that can you please keep it down I'm trying to sleep. And so we were like, okay, so, you know, yes, she lives there, and we were loud, we were drunk, whatever. Yeah, so it makes a, sense. it's you know, a that's fair fine. ask, but within reason, you know. Yeah, but our senior year, we wanted to drink and go, and we didn't want to have to worry about having to come home and be quiet. Yeah. Because she wasn't going to go out with us. She didn't She didn't go clubbing, she didn't drink, she didn't do any of that. And so that was one of our concerns, is that her difference in like her hobbies and stuff like that would cause problems with what we were planning on doing for our senior year. And because we thought that it was very, very awkward at the very beginning of the school year, because we were kind of like, it was like this tension, because we were like, she's going to say something, she's going to ruin it. Yeah. And I mean, it went by, it was fine, and she didn't say anything because we had already talked to her, which is the key, is talking to her. We told her, look, if you do live with us, this is what we want to do, and if you're going to have an issue with this, then you shouldn't live with us. Yeah. And you got to think from her perspective, too, is she's also got to, she's thinking, okay, I'm going to have to compromise, too. I'm going to have to... They're going to be loud, and I know that's going to happen, and I'm going to have to be tolerant of that. And so she was probably prepared to do that. And you also have to think that 
for her to be to go and meet three other people, random strangers now, as opposed to the ones that she had from last year. That's kind of a stressful thing, too. So it makes sense that she would want to stay with you three. So, And then we also had told her, because we were living off campus, it was going to be more expensive. So we're like, we're also living off campus. And um, That's true. She probably would have only had to worry about one person, maybe, depending yeah, on what, probably. if she did go, if she did decide to go to the apartments on campus, like we had live our sophomore and junior year, then yeah, she would have two, uh, three other roommates. But yeah. if she had chose to just do like a dorm or something like that, she would have only had the one. So it's really important to do... You know, to sit down and talk. And even though it's awkward, it, it, it does need to be done. And yeah, for sure. Just the same way with, like, the couples. Because, like, we knew each other, so we sat down and talked. And the same way with couples, you know, before you live together, sit down and talk and make sure, you know, that kind of stuff is. And you already kind of know where maybe where your personalities would kind of conflict. So those are issues that you already know probably will come up. It's important to talk about them beforehand. Right, right, right. Even if it's awkward. Even if it makes it living yeah. awkward at first. At least it saves those issues because it's not the quite the same when you live off campus. It's not quite the same as going to your RA and complaining and changing roommates. Yeah, that's you, way more like, awkward. You know, like you were doing. In the heat of the moment. <laughs> because there is, when you live off campus, there is no roommate. You're stuck with each other. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, there is no RA. Yeah. You're stuck with each other. And that's another thing too, is especially if you have a lease or something and they have the legal right to be there. <laughs> it yeah. can be very... I'm trying to segue into... My most recent living arrangement, um, after uh, after college, um, I think is kind of a big time too because you're no longer with parents. Um, I mean, you could go back, I guess, but for me, I was out of out of mom and dad's home and out of college, and I was officially on my own. And in order to help pay the bills, uh, and because my friend needed a place, we decided to share a place. Um, and that's my good friend Joel. And we had to go through a lot of the same sort of stuff as well. But for us, we already knew each other. I can't get over his new look with the hair. <laughs> I've seen, like, I've, like, every once in a while I see a picture on him on Facebook, and I'm just like, that's not too well. <laughs> Sally wants him to cut it. <laughs> and he says she's I jealous. I Sally. <laughs> because it's, his is longer than hers, and she says it's not longer than hers. And I have no opinion, because I'm not really interested in whose is longer. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> But uh, anyway, um, I agree with Sally. He should cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Not the opinions of uh, don't you know? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with long hair, but like not when it's like going down, touching the shoulder. I think it's too long. <laughs> anyway, so go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I was thinking about my brother because my brothers a lot of times will be like, will be like, my hair's too long, and they cut it, and I'm just kind of like, your hair's not long. It's not touching your shoulder. You're okay. <laughs> They're like, no, it's too long. I have a don't you know. Don't you know if you have, okay, if one roommate has a date coming over and needs some privacy, I think it is bro code and a good friend's duty. One way or the other, I would do it for him and he has done it for me that you need to give him some some space. Go out for a little bit or at least go. <laughs> so <laughs> Joel really took one for the team and went into the other room without air conditioning he still had the Wi-Fi, so he was chilling out on his phone, but he had to go without air conditioning so I could watch a movie. <laughs> it was very sweet of him, and I was always appreciative. And um, don't you know, you got to look out for your bros if you're sharing a space. Because, you know, people like to have people over. You light some candles, and you uh, have a nice dinner, and hold hands while watching a movie. It's very nice. And, uh, yeah, have you have any experience with that? Have you ever had to vacate the premises for, uh, for a friend? 
You're like, nah, mm. me and my friends weren't doing, we weren't interested in boys. <laughs> that insinuates you're interested in uh, girls, but that's not what I mean. I think. <laughs> you're too busy studying. Yeah. Uh, we've only ever had like an issue kind of towards that once. Ooh, and I remember it wasn't this. a big deal. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal at first. It was when it got to be the point where they basically were living with us for yeah, like a couple weeks. And that's a little different. It was. That's different. And we particularly didn't like the guy either. So yeah. that was the issue. Yeah. So there's a difference between like. But that's the only time I've had that kind of issue going on. I, I, I agree with you. Like make yourself kind of like scarce. But I think it's also like a difference between ha- wanting to have a date over versus like. Having dates over all the time, every time. <laughs> Yeah, that or, like, basically, if you want to have, like, a date over, fine. But, like, don't make me, like, be kicked out of my house, like, all night. I had to go find somewhere else to sleep kind of right. thing, you know? Yeah, that's not fair because that's not – I'm talking a few hours, so – Which is not what happened that – not that's not what happened. Right, 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 right. But um, – well, actually, I think I didn't end up staying somewhere else. I think I ended up staying at your place because it got so bad. But oh, oh. I think I stayed at your place one yeah, of the time. Yeah, you have once or twice. Because it got so bad. I just didn't know why. But, so um, you're coming to hang out? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, no, I think, yeah, I think one of the times I did come over was because of that. But that's not what, in particular, why I was saying that. I'm saying, like, if I so were ever going to So you didn't just want to hang be... out. <sighs> <laughs> Get all sad. Like, no. Six I can hang later. out with you anytime I want, but I don't need to stay <laughs> over at, at, a, a, at your place where it's not, like, anywhere. Because you never really had, like, separate rooms or anything like that. So it was like. I just sleep on the floor. <laughs> so it wasn't like it's different if you had like now i go over to your house you have like a guest room or whatever hey i stayed at your house when we came down um for like homecoming or whatever to hang out with you just of course not during that time when we were in school because i have my own room what did i need yeah yeah spend the night to hang out with you what do you need to spend money on a hotel room for when you got jake's couch (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just teasing no, for real, couch surfing's awesome. Yeah, so the whole like finding a different place to sleep, that's not in regards to um that incident that happened, but um just in like it was making me think cuz you were like, "Oh, vacate the premises kind of thing." <laughs> that's what made me think about it. like I don't mind like, "Okay, you're going to have your date night. Okay, well, I'll go like hang out with my brothers or something. We'll go like to the movies or whatever." But like don't expect me to be like, yeah. "Nope, you got to go find <laughs> somewhere else to sleep." Cuz I think that sometimes happens. Like some people do that where they're like you know, I'm going to have this person, I'm going to have this girl guy over or whatever. And, yeah. and hey, maybe you're don't like be that. Here. Maybe you two are close and you wouldn't mind camping out too. It all depends on who you are, as anything. It depends I always guess, yeah, applies. I guess it depends. <laughs> but it, it would be rude to expect that of somebody is what we're saying. Yeah. So, and I think, it, and like you said, it does depend. Like, say one of them is single, like, where are you going to stay? Like, maybe a friend's place. But like, if a you car. were both dating someone, then maybe. Yeah. I'm not staying in my car. I don't care how close of a friend you are. I'm not staying <laughs> in my car in, down, in California, in Los Angeles area for someone so they can get some. Not <laughs> happening. Yeah, no, that's a little dangerous. <laughs> and, like, not legal here either, so you could get right. in a lot of trouble. So. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I didn't have to live in a home. I could live in my car. I mean, hey, so the Cowboys it's free. Did it. I paid it off already. Cowboys just make campfires, sleep in the floor. So the last thing I have 
Which, I mean, I had one talking about sharing chores, but that was just kind of like a, something I threw in there. There's not really much on that. I think you guys should share, don't you know you should share chores? Yeah, so there's, I guess some people would probably need to be more regimental about chores. Like, oh, we do it, well, you do it this day, I'll do it this way or whatever. But I've never I guess never it goes into that. if you're clean or not. Because like you you have tidiness. So if everyone's cleaning up themselves, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. If they're not, that's when things can start to get dicey when you start and you're like hey do you mind cleaning up this bowl or whatever or can you stop leaving this sponge in the sink or whatever yeah well but it also depends on how tidy of a person you are like um for us like me and my like all my roommates in in college with it came down to like garbage it was kind of like it's full you take it out kind of thing yeah, like yeah. that was yeah and that's like, what i was gonna get tidy at like that is where it's a little more it just kind of runs like, itself you see something that needs to be done so you do it because you're an adult <laughs> so but you come across like problems or like little things that anyways, or the bystander effects everyone expects the next person will do it or somebody will take care of it and then nobody does yeah <laughs> somebody will take the garbage out nope no garbage out this week <laughs> so because like that's a problem with at my grandpa's because there's so many people that live there to the curb i mean that there's a lot of times like dishes are piled up or whatever because no one like not everyone picks up after themselves and then and so at that point, it's almost like they need to have assigned chores because stuff doesn't get done because they just expect the bystander effect. There's so many people living there. They just expect one of the other people will yeah. do it because that's not their mess. So they're not going to do it. And then and dishes are different, too, because it's like you can like clean in a bathroom or so, clean a bathroom is kind of its own topic in it. Like cleaning a bathroom is only one thing to do, you know, versus like if you're doing dishes, you are always if you're in a shared space, you're probably washing other people's dishes, too. That you're probably washing dishes you didn't make. And so you don't want to do that every time because it's not really fair. But you like, it's, (laughs) I don't know. You kind of just got to, sometimes you got to wash your roommate's dishes and sometimes they'll wash yours. And if you both just kind of keep going, oh, thanks for doing that. You're good. And so with the problem with my grandpa, there's a lot of people who live there, but there's also a lot of people that tend to, they don't live there, but they always come over and they're always like there. They're basically living there. So if they do, di- like if they have like some type of dishes, basically they're like a guest, so they don't feel like they have to do their own dishes. Yeah. And Here then of the course East grandpa Coast, we is- call those freeloaders. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then um, with my grandpa, of course, he can't do his own dishes. He does not. Oh, yeah. He doesn't walk or anything like that. Well, yeah, he gets a pass. I mean, come on, let's be real. <laughs> He's allowed to not do his dishes. That's what y'all are for. <laughs> yeah, and so that leads to, you know, piling of dishes and stuff like yeah. that. And that comes down. And since they didn't, the people that actually live there, it's like, well, I didn't do those dishes, so why should I have to clean? And so it leads to all these issues. So when it's a lot of people, yeah, like sometimes, depending on the cleanliness or whatever, your situation, sometimes it does involve sharing chores. But that is definitely a talk that should be sit down. And discuss beforehand, probably. Um, okay, so my d- actual discussion that I wanted to do, though. Okay. Which I think is would be, it's a very interesting one. Because it is something that kind of, so don't you know, um, you know, always ask before you borrow something or use something of your roommates. Oh, yeah. But there's always kind of like these little jokes that you have in movies and TV shows going towards what is okay to share. Because you had, like, jokes where maybe someone, like, shares a toothbrush and everyone's like, oh, why did Gross. you do, like, you know, kind of thing. Like, so at what, like, what is okay? Like, where do you draw the line on sharing of things? Um, I've always thought, okay, so I'll start on what is totally good to share. I have, I think sharing laundry detergent is good. Although laundry detergent and, like, dishwasher detergent, 
Dishwasher detergent for sure, because there's only one dishwasher. Laundry, it can go either way. Some people want one thing. I've lived in a house where I would share laundry detergent with one roommate, but not the other. And it's just because we knew each other better when we came into the house together. and We'd always been sharing the stuff or whatever. And there's also been a time where you're doing a laundromat too, so that's kind of dicey. But I think, I th- and you don't have to discuss it. Don't just start using their thing and not realizing it. But like, those are stuff that's kind of low cost and just going to get used. And you don't want to have two of them there or whatever. So just you buy a bulk and you share it. And then you kind of go back and forth and who's buying it or whatever. I think that's cool. Yeah, I guess I never realized it because when we actually, my senior year, we actually had a washer and dryer inside of our, our unit and um, we all had our own laundry detergent. We just kind of kept it with our clothes. We'd just bring it out over it when we did laundry yeah. and then put it back in our room. So I guess I I never really even thought about sharing laundry. That is probably easier just to do your own because you'll be doing that as an like on your own anyway. So that's probably better. Yeah, because it's not like we're doing that much laundry, so... Like, you're not getting this big, giant jug of laundry detergent that's, like, a hassle to jug around anyway. Yeah, I don't do laundry that much either. I have clean clothes. I just have a lot of them, so I don't do it that often. Well, you only need to do it, like, once a week or twice a yeah. week. Uh, yeah, or, exactly. um, every two weeks. So it doesn't need to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause sometimes I can go two weeks without laundry. I don't like to because then I have to do two loads of laundry. Yeah, but yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> that's normally how I do it. I'll go. Well, regardless, I think that's an okay thing to share. As far as food goes, I was living in a house where we had, or I mean this house, and we had shared food. But we would have, it was kind of, we don't really share too much food. We would have some stuff like condiments and um, things like that, like sauces, but not even all the sauces. Like he'd have a barbecue sauce, Joel would have a barbecue sauce that I wouldn't touch, and I'd have my own or whatever. But like if we needed flour or sugar, that's fine. I had somebody who I actually, um, uh, somebody else was talking about, they say that staples are kind of shared and that even like rent could even pay for that just to keep eggs and milk and stuff in the house. Um, but then like personal food would have its own shelf or had like a line drawn down the middle where don't touch my gogurt or I'll kill you. I'll send you to the moon. <laughs> All right. That's fine. <laughs> just don't touch my pickles. <laughs> and then of course you could ask, Hey, you might've had a pickle. Yeah, sure. You have a pickle. Cool. So food, sh- okay, sharing, and that's one to talk about, though, once again. All about communications, you gotta talk about it. Yeah. You can't, like, you have to be like, hey, don't touch this kind of thing. Like, especially if you're okay with sharing whatever, like, if you got pickles or whatever, and you're usually okay with sharing stuff, then definitely when there's certain things that you're not okay with sharing, well, you should definitely talk about it. Now, sometimes I would have where a previous roommate would let me know, hey, you had a pack of burritos, I was starving, I had one, I'm gonna buy you a pack. Okay, that's fine. You buy me a pack. Now, if you eat the last one, I think that's different because they might want that last one really be looking forward to it. And uh, that might not be mm-hmm. bad. But I think that if you say, hey, um, don't I eat had the it. last one, that's okay. That's where the line is drawn. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and obviously replenish if you take something without asking. But I would say just ask first, be like, hey, can I have a text or something or whatever? But I wasn't that bothered. I knew this person. We were very friendly. And um, I was, he, he knew I didn't mind. That's the only reason he did it. So I think that's fine. But again, you have to have that understanding. A friend of mine was living with some people and they would throw her food out without asking. And that's not good communication because she's like, well, I'm going hungry tonight because that was my dinner. And I'm like, dang, that's not cool at all. That is not cool. Like, don't don't go throwing people's stuff out. If you're going to clean out the fridge, like, try and do it together and say, hey, this is past date. I'm tossing it. I think also there should be 
that's something you should talk about beforehand. Like, hey, don't leave food in here for like over a week kind of thing. Or also get tossed kind of thing. Like, Or fridge cleanouts Tuesdays. That's a good one. We didn't usually, when we shared a fridge, we didn't really have that issue because we were, yeah, I don't remember having any issues where a roommate was eating my food or um, stuff was getting left in there for too long. But I was thinking more along the lines. I I think it's funnier to talk about things that are not okay to share. Because, like I said, you have, like, a lot of videos and stuff, like, movies and stuff like that, that do jokes based off of stuff that people would not consider to share. Like I said, like the toothbrush or... Definitely not a toothbrush. Where do you draw the line with, like, clothing? Is it okay to share clothing? Is it okay to share underwear? Like... I do not share clothing. I've heard that girls do share clothes, and I thought that was absurd. Like, <laughs> maybe if you're close, but I don't know. Well, then again, I have lent a shirt or something You want to share, to a like, guy. a t-shirt? Yeah. No, I, I would, and I have, but... It's only like in a pinch. It's what not like pants? an ongoing thing. Like, there's no way I'd have a roommate like rummaging through my clothes. Like, like yo. <laughs> but they might go, "Hey, I need a shirt. Can I borrow a shirt?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, here you go." And I toss them one. But okay, so you're okay with sharing clothes as long as asked. Yeah, but not as like an ongoing thing because we both have our own clothes and we both have our own styles. Well, yeah, not as a ongoing thing. Obviously, I'm just saying like that's okay to share. Yeah, okay. What, I would what not share point underwear. do you draw the line no with way. the clothes though? You're not, you're not sharing underwear? No, you can... What about pants? I'll share pants and you can freeball in them, but you're not going to share my underwear. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really freeball them in too long. It would be like it would be like if you're on the way home, like, go get some of your own underwear and then... But that's never really happened. Let's be real. <laughs> that would be like at a pool party or something. It's like the only way I could think that it happened. Would you share a bathing suit? Yeah, I would. Because I don't think that's that big a deal. But... It, I don't know. Being a guy, we just jump in with whatever we're wearing. <laughs> yeah, I know. My brothers, like, for the longest time, just always would... They don't even get bathing suits anymore. They usually will... If they go swimming, a lot of times they just wear, like, their boxers and basketball shorts. Yeah. Which, But then they have, like, no clothes afterwards. They have to wait till they dry because they have no boxers <laughs> and they have no pants. I think toilet paper is good to share. That sounds really disgusting without clarification. <laughs> I think <laughs> buying a roll for the bathroom and a... Everybody, it would be stupid to have two separate roles that one person uses, the other uses. I think the biggest issues come from what's okay to share it does come from the bathroom. So toothbrush, I, I would say it's not okay to share. What about you? I would share toothpaste, but toothpaste is so cheap. Just get your own. I mean, toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush. Do not share a toothbrush. Okay, and a lot of this is like we're not talking about all the time. We're just saying like draw a line. Even if your husband and wife don't share a toothbrush, come on. What are you doing? That's so gross. I don't even share toothbrush with my brothers. I have tons of extra toothbrush <laughs> if they ever come over and they need a toothbrush. Yeah, no way. I do not share a toothbrush. That is tooth gunk. I'm, I'm a stickler about dental hygiene. I'm, I'm really particular about my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about deodorant? Deodorant? I have, like, borrowed and lent deodorant, but... I wouldn't actively share it, and I always feel gross while I'm using it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I think that if I was going to lend it out, I would, like, wipe the top with a napkin and hand it over. Be like, here you go. You're good to go. Because it, it gets wiped off. It's like shedding skin, you know? It's the same stuff that, yeah. the same sweaty pits that touch the top aren't touching the middle, you know? Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I've I had where maybe I've, I forgot a deodorant or something like that. I've had to share with my mom. Or oh, yeah. sometimes deodorant, you don't know when you had that last 
last bit. And so you're like, oh, I have enough for one more day. I have to go to the store today to go get deodorant. Yeah. And you don't have enough for that last bit today. Yeah, and it's like scratching you and you're like, ah. So, um, <laughs> and I've seen my brother. My brother's just like, we'll share deodorant, like no problem whatsoever. Right. But for me, it's like, oh, okay, I'll have to share. But I don't particularly want to. But I have to. Yeah, I don't really want to. <laughs> so that's like a kind of a towing the line kind of thing with some people who think it's totally okay and have no problem. Because there's two people that need deodorant. Those that ha- are prepared for the day and want to put it on before they start to sweat. Or those that are sweaty and realize they stink. And usually if mm. somebody's asking for deodorant, they're sweaty and realize they stink. And they're saving face. Because if they're prepared, well, I guess where you you ran out, but... If it's before the day, they weren't. They were there. The prepared person probably hasn't run out, <laughs> so you're probably sharing it with somebody who's sweaty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm also. I guess with me, when it comes down to it, I've never had the issue where someone's really, really sweaty and need to borrow deodorant. It's always come down to either running out or you've gone on a trip and like you always forgetting stuff when you go on trips yeah. and stuff like that. Deodorant, yeah, that's toothpaste, true. phone charger. Yeah, that is a good spot. Like, these are like, all oh, like essential stuff. And you would think, oh, I would never forget that. But you, like for some reason, like even those most important stuff, you always forget. And then you're like, I have two pairs of <laughs> shoes, and I didn't pack deodorant. What the heck? <laughs> I'm only gonna wear this one pair of shoes, but I have two. You can always buy deodorant though, if you're really that bothered. That's true too. But if you're like in the morning, like early in the morning, yeah. and you're, you're, you're going, like to going to put to it on, and you're like, or something, yeah, yeah, you know, it's time. It's just you're downstairs like, oh. in the lobby. <laughs> oh, that's true. A lot of them have them in the lobbies. That's right. I forget about that, Oh, I was talking that, about the too. business meeting was in the lobby, but they might sell deodorant, too. And some, some hotels, if you're staying at a hotel, you can even ask them. They'll do it as a service, depending on how, how um, fancy you are. You're like, oh, we'll send some yeah. right up. What scent? <laughs> Would you like lavender or mint? I've never had a mint deodorant. Is that a thing? <laughs> I was going to say, what? You can lick my arms. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny. And now I have fresh like, breath too. <laughs> just imagine that's like a commercial, and the guy's like sitting there, and he's like, he's like got his deodorant, and he wipes, and he's his hot girl comes by, and he realizes that he's like his breath stinks, and he just like reaches down and licks his pit a little bit, and it's like minty oh, fresh, no. smell good too. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, nice. no. um, oh. Quick transition. I got one. Uh, so here's one thing that I've thought about said I was going to do, didn't, and got lucky. When Joelle and Sally moved in with me, I told them, and we discussed, and we all thought it would be a good idea that I draft up a lease. Even though we're all very good friends, we trust each other, and, like, I I have 100% trust in those two because they're my friends, you know. But I still thought that it would be a good idea to get a lease. Um Maybe to have for tax records or for officiality if they say, oh, you're not really living here or whatever. No, they are. They've signed a lease. Here we go. I think it's a good idea. I, I, I think it's a good idea to just have a lease. Um, oh, no, it's totally a good idea. Um, With my mom, my mom, when we lived in um, Georgia at that one house, mm-hmm. my mom didn't own it. My grandma did. But my mom had to, they had to draw up like a lease kind of thing because- in Georgia, they have, they're really strict about their affidavit. And so my mom couldn't say, hey, I was living here. She couldn't just show, I think even the utility bills, like, like didn't even count. They needed like a, like a lease with the person who owned the home saying that they were leasing to. And it's like, that's my mom. And it's like, well, no, we need, we still need like, it was this big thing every year to do that. 
yeah, I think that is really like a good thing to do. It's it does help protect you in a way, but it's also beneficial for that person so that they can because you do know you never know stuff can happen, and it's always good to have yourself protected, whether it be on your end or on their end. Because I mean that you could easily be like, my new chick says they don't like you, so you gotta go. Yeah, like the <laughs> worst case, the worst case scenario of having a lease is there's like no worst case scenario. You just have it. If you don't have it, there's like a lot of worst case scenarios. The landlord could change the locks, and then what are you gonna say? He says, "No, they're lying. All of this is my stuff." They're, I've never seen these people. <laughs> that would be like really bad. Like, I don't know how that person would sleep with themselves, but it could happen and you should have nothing against it. And the other thing is like, if the person, the people that are renting the house, like smash it up and then say, we're not liable. We never signed a lease. Well, now you're out. So it could go either way, you know? Yeah. And not that we would think your friends would do that or whatever, but it's no, still course, like, you never know. And stuff then, happens. Um, stuff goes crazy. Yeah. And, but you, like you said, it's also good on your part. Like, even for close friends, because sometimes your word isn't enough. You do need some type of legal documents. So yeah, they yeah. might be like, hey, I do leave here. And you could be like, yeah, I own the house. Look, here's, I own the house. But yeah. they could still be like, well. Yeah, and another thing is, like, um, and if you, like, even, like, if you ask and you're like, hey, do you mind if we just write up just a little lease and just sign something? And they go, whoa. And they start getting really sketchy. Like, whoa, what? You don't trust me? Like, what? If they start doing that, like, that's a weird person. Like, anybody in their right minds would go, oh, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Sure, let's do it. It's a good idea. Anybody would do that. If if they're weird <laughs> about it, they're probably weird. And you may want to rethink living with them altogether because their their ego is hurt now that you could want a legal document. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's way different than signing a prenup, you know? Like, if you go to your wife and you say, hey, you want to sign a prenup? She's like, what are you talking about? That's a little different. <laughs> Although... Some would say she should still sign that prenup. Like, come on, just in case. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like, it's, I don't know. I feel like. But you're not getting married to your roommate. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of lease, like signing agreements or whatever, it made me think about the Big Bang Theory, how they had the big giant roommate agreement. Oh, what happened? In Big Bang Theory, um, they have like, between Sheldon and Leonard, they have like a really big like rental agreement. And so when Sheldon had Leonard move in, Leonard had to sign like all these different pages. It was stuff like stuff like uh, the thermostat will always be at this temperature. Um, oh, any changes to furniture had to far. go through. I, I know. I'm. I'm not saying like that's what you should do. I'm just saying like it made that's me think funny. about that when you're like they should sign a lease. <laughs> it's like it made <laughs> me think about the whole like I think it was like 20 pages rental agreement that they that's had going, funny. and it had like one point where they were signing it says. If either of us built a time machine, we would agree to meet at this point right now. And so he could sign it, and he was like looking. And you're like, Aww. oh, darn, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> and then nice. and, um, there was one part where uh, and it gets brought up lots of different episodes. There's like Did one they, like, episode make where he's like, and stuff? at one point they do because like <laughs> Leonard gets like he starts dating like this lawyer who kind of helps him out. But um, oh. There's at one point where they're like, he was like, it was something with girls. And he was like, that's against the rental, that's against the, um, the rental agreement you signed. He was like, that's because I didn't think it would happen. <laughs> that's And funny. yeah, so there's a lot of episodes where they bring up a rental agreement. And I think like rental agreement's okay, but if it's like a 20 page, then that's like, like if it's a Sheldon rental agreement, I say, mm-mm-mm, that part's probably crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't sign that. Yeah, I definitely read the lease too. And negotiate it too. 
you can always negotiate a lease. And pro tip, if you're in a place and you start like if you start feeling like your rent bill and uh, like or you know financial situations, you can talk to your landlord and negotiate a, a rent refinancing. Sometimes they'll work with you because you're already moved in and they don't want to go through the hassle of redoing a lease. They might drop you fifty bucks or a hundred bucks or something. And I read about that once. So pro tip. Cool. One last one. Speaking of TV references, if you ever got to argue about who gets to keep the apartment, using swords is a pretty good idea. <laughs> no, actually, stay safe. That is not the legal opinion. <laughs> I was thinking I about that, about having, what do you do when you buy, together buy things? What do you do when you separate? When you're, like, when you're together, you're like, and that's one of the things that, like, when you first start freshman year, and uh, this is a good, don't you know, for, like, if when you're freshman year, it's good because they send you information about your roommate. Mm-hmm. It is good to not be like, well, let's ship in and get this together. Like, separate what you guys are all going to bring. Because that way, when you guys leave, you take it. So, like, I think my roommate got a refrigerator and I agreed to get, like, a microwave and something else, I think. Yeah, stuff like that. And That's so a good thing. so that way, we'll share it. And we did already discuss that we would share it. That's not an issue. It was done so that way at the end of the year i knew what i would be taking and she knew what she would be taking yeah that's a good that's a good tip cool um, and um i think that's it i think that's and don't you know my tv shows come first all the time all right then i get to blare <laughs> the music that i want <laughs> as long as it's not country or or spanish music go ahead jacob spanish what music Spanish music, period. What about progressive rock with Latin influence? The Mars Volta. (laughs) I love them. I think we have, I think a lot of our tastes are similar, Jacob. I think like with like dubstep and rock music and stuff like that, I feel like a lot of it's similar. I'll send you some Mars Volta. They are fantastic. (laughs) Let's just stick to Fall of Troy. (laughs) I love Fall of Troy. (laughs) Oh, my heart. Okay, so... You can catch us at, I'm not going to say don't you forget, because Jacob got on to me <laughs> last episode about that. Please remember to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> so, we would like if you guys would like and subscribe and follow. And if you want, you can send us a tweet at don't you know pod or an email at don't you know pod at gmail.com. I forgot the rest of the thing. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you can send us suggestions. You can send us your own don't you knows um, regarding this episode or even other topics. Yeah, you just think of one and you while can just you're give us feedbacks too. Yeah, just send it. We could do a whole episode around your one don't you know. Wouldn't that make you feel special? <laughs> Jacob's just going to completely like trash it. Like he's going to like. Like, what? Complete all insult. He, this you is insult wrong. every single type of topic. This is so <laughs> wrong. Every serious group. <laughs> Send him to the moon. Is this one of our fans? <laughs> Can we get some higher IQ listeners? <laughs> oh, dang, Jacob. Man. I want to get a sticker that says send him, send him to the moon. Or maybe I'll do a t shirt design. Straight and do send to the, to the moon. moon. <laughs> you It'll be your birthday slash Christmas present. It's going to be a t shirt oh, that yeah. says send him to the moon. I love it. <laughs> and if you look on your screen and it already says following or subscribe we thank you again for being along for the ride yeah so until next time guys see ya see ya